Hello, welcome back to Small Screens Film Club on London Fields Radio. So this week uh, we're changing up a bit and we've got a guest on this week. Alessia is unfortunately not with us, but we have a, a good stand-in in Samad. Hello. He is Mr. London Fields Radio, basically. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm, I'm, I'm the guy who, who ties the cable after you. Yeah, you know, well, he's... like this. You, you're, I think you're being very... Uh, <laughs> Proactive, you know? Yeah. It's cool. You're being too kind yeah, to Yeah, no, uh, thank you, man, because uh, I've been listening to the podcast for until episode five, six, and I always wanted to, uh, yeah, to, to be part of it, and I think today's subject is perfect. Yeah. I think so. Well, actually, it's, it's thanks to you that we're, that we're here in the first place, that we're at London Fields Radio. Um, and I'm excited to have you on because ha- having there's one particular type of movie that Alessia will not see, and that is a horror film. Yes. She just well, won't, she just I won't see her. them. Yeah. I, mean, I don't blame her either. But you're not like that. You do watch horror movies. I love horror movies I love uh, horror movies too so this week is a special week for me because yeah. we get to talk about horror movies yeah, yeah. Um, in particular Stephen King horror movies because yes. 2017 seems to be a big year for Stephen King adaptations uh, four four movies four, four movies in one year not all good we will get to that but <laughs> we will get to that so Stephen yeah, so King big year it's, it's been a very big year well it's still going to be a big year for Stephen King um, we've had it uh, the the Dark Tower, mm-hmm. Gerald's Game, yep. and the fourth one was uh, off the top of my head. Oh, the 1922, 1922, which, which is a series coming to Netflix. Yes, and if I'm not mistaken, there's like the TV show adaptation of The Mist. Yes, there is. Yeah, yeah. even so if I don't think we needed it, we have like we had a great movie by uh, Frank Darabont. Yeah. Um, and if you're a fan of Walking Dead, we should, you should watch The Mist because half of the cast of The Walking Dead is in that movie. Yeah. And yeah, weird TV show, The Mist. So that, that, that's an interesting one to, to adapt into a, t- into a TV show because the, the book is it's a novella. It's very, very short. There's not much there. And Frank Darabont, I think, did such a good job with the, the film. It's kind of po- uh, polarizing a bit, that movie. People, they had multiple endings and, uh, and people weren't really sure about it when it first came out. But yeah. if you rewatch it, uh, I think you would, you really get something out of it. For me, it has only one ending. It's the most Lovecraftian one. Yeah. Is yeah. The Madness. Yeah. And uh, I love the movie. Yeah. It was a great movie. I'm going to give a go to the TV show, to be honest. Yeah. But there is so much TV shows uh, at the moment, it's hard to catch up. But what we're going to do today is concentrate on uh, Stephen King's It and Gerald's Game, which recently came out on Netflix. Yes. So uh, we'll start off with, with It. Hi, Georgie. So this, uh, if you if you're familiar with the book, it's a hefty thing. Yeah. Uh, lots of lots of pages. Uh, probably one of Stephen King's um, more kind of out there works. He kind of spoke about it a lot. He 
was writing it whilst he was on doing lots of cocaine. Yeah, um, very dis disjointed as well. Yeah. You have like bits happening in different times. Yeah. Um, I remember the opening of the book, which is very homophobic. Mm. It's basically a guy getting beaten and a homosexual guy getting beaten. And, and as he turns his head, once he's thrown over the bridge, he sees the clown waving yeah. at him. But then you don't hear about this story. You know, it's no. just like one, one thing and then it, it jumps to another thing. And it's clever because you, you, you get an image of the clown's attitude via these horrible little stories. And mm. you're like, okay, yeah, he's a horrible person. Like he, uh, but it was very hard to, to, to put like a proper timeline. Yeah. Obviously the kids, yes, it, that's the main story. Yeah. And that's why they removed. So are we going to talk about the first It? <laughs> well, well, I think I think you kind of got to talk about the miniseries as well yes. when when you're talking about the movie because um, so what we'll say is the film the the film adaptation the one that's just come out um, is just the the children's timeline yeah and they've moved it from the 1950s to the 1980s um, and I I see that there are so many comparisons to make uh, with Stranger Things. With yes. it, we, we, okay, uh, and we, we'll talk about that later. No, but we can we can stop this debate right now. Yeah, it's Stranger Things that took a lot from other movies, and not not the inverse. Yes, well, we have one actor, but come on, like Adventure Kids movies existed way before. Yeah, well, Stranger it's, a Things. it's a Stephen King thing, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. got Stand by Me. But today yeah. I hear so much. Yeah, it's very Stranger Things. I'm not. No, no, no. Stranger Things is very Stephen, Stephen King. King. Yeah. Right. No, I, I do agree with that, but there's, there, there are lots of comparisons to make between Stranger Things and it, mainly because one of the actors is from Stranger Things. Also, the, D the Duffer brothers begged to direct this movie ah. and, and Warner Bros. turned them down. And then they're originally, it was originally going to be directed by Carrie Fukunaga, yeah. who's the guy that did True Detective. Yes. And um, they basic, he basically left the project because they didn't want to go as far as he wanted to go. Mm. So that, that it was going to be really weird, um, okay. the thing he wanted to do. So then I can never pronounce his name, but Andy, oh, I can't pronounce I'm not his name. Help you. Yeah, I'm not um, <laughs> the, the director that stepped in. Uh, basically, I, I honestly think he made he made a more kind of yeah. He took a lot of inspiration from Stephen King films and books uh, like previously. So like Stand by Me. I, th I also see a lot of the Goonies yeah. in there. Yeah, and um, and then. It's just that there are comparisons to make with Stranger Things, but I do understand when you say, like, Stranger Things took from Stephen King. Stranger Things took from everything. For, exactly, but so it, the problem like, is... People like there's see, Alien in there, there's, there's yeah. like, there's, there's so much of everything uh, 80s But related. I don't want Stranger Things to become the reference point, because then, then you, you don't know about these great classics that came before, yeah. you know? And... Uh, Especially Stephen King, come on. Stranger Things didn't invent, reinvent the wheel. It just made it a bit more round, you know, yeah, and polished. It seems, to be, it seems to be really popular at the moment to kind of take 80s pop culture and rework it slightly yeah. and put it back into the mainstream. And that's what Stranger Things did. But I also think that's what it did by changing the time to the 80s. So the, yes. in the original book, it's set in the 50s. And if you, if you watch the miniseries, which actually I wouldn't recommend because I rewatched it recently and it has aged wow. so badly. And yeah. it also has Seth Green in it, which I, did, yes. I didn't remember. Yeah. And he's weird. I, I love it. I, st I, want, I forgot it. I, I wanted to bring the DVD because I've got the DVD and it's a double-sided DVD. Yeah. yeah so when I remember you finish that. the part one, you turn it, yeah. and boom, it's the adult. Um, and so... I, I still love it, yeah. but I'll tell you why. Because 
when I watched it at the time, I identified to it. Even if I'm an 80s kid, mm. watching this when I was 10 years old, 15, I identify. And that's why I don't mind they changed the, the timeline on this movie to the 80s because you've got to think of who goes to the cinema now and can they identify, you know, for the teenagers. Um, even let's take video game culture and Stranger Things what they did the, the new trailer has Dragon's Lair yeah. and even if you're not born with Dragon's Lair you know it's one of the hardest game and so you can identify by pop culture in the 50s the 50s are yeah that, that, that's a harder time to kind it. of yeah to talking about Stephen King with. Um, the one with the other adaptation that was last year uh, James Franco where yes uh, in 19 oh what's 19 something 62 is it 1962? I can't. It's a date. 1914, 62. I'm, no, I can't. I can't. No. <laughs> it's the date where it's the one about the, the JFK assassination. Yeah, and the, ti- I, the time I, travel. I loved it, but it was like I was watching a documentary about the 50s. I was learning yeah. about it, but it, I identified. I was like, yeah, I remember when I had a bike, and there was no bus. You know, we were doing that way. Even if it's in America, and I'm not American, it's. You can see yourself. A bit it's, more. You're you're probably more um, more used to watching movies that are based in the '80s as well. So it's, it seems to be a, a time that is there's a lot of nostalgia for the '80s, and it, and it's always coming back, and it's coming back a lot recently. But going back to the uh, the, the the series you were talking about, I really didn't enjoy it. I've read the book. I can't yeah. believe I've forgotten the name because I'm just thinking 1922 now because it's yeah. another one. But I can't stand looking at James Franco's face unless unless in, in, unless he's got such a dumb face <laughs> yeah, like, in that. What JFK? <laughs> yeah. The KGB? Unless what? he's playing Tommy Wiseau in The Disaster <laughs> oh, Artist, well, which I think that's looks... our next podcast because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm so, so happy this movie is happening. Yeah. <laughs> you tearing me apart, Lisa. Yeah. I mean that that's that definitely cool. looks like something that's worth watching, and I think that's James Franco's perfect role there. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. going back to to it, so the, the, this film completely foregoes the um, the the adults timeline, yes. and I think that's one of the reasons why. I mean, I'm going to say outright, I loved this movie. Yes. I didn't find it particularly scary. Yeah, um, but I I thought it was more of kind of a mystery adventure movie than a horror movie for for me. That I mean, there are elements in it that are there are lots of jump scares. I mean. Bill Skarsgård is incredible as Pennywise. Yeah. Oh, uh, we, we, yeah. We'll we'll get on that. To, we have a couple of points in yeah. this movie. We have the the kids, the move, the the, the clown. clown, the actual stories, and but uh, back to uh, sorry, we were talking about um, not the clown. Sorry, I'm, uh, I'm blanking. But the kids. Yeah, the kids. The casting is is perfect. Yeah. And oh no, sorry, that's uh, I remembered. Why um, I think people really liked this, it's its own story. It's not like a movie setting up um, uh, it, two, three, four. I mean, we know they're going to be a two. It it does, but... Okay, a mini spoiler. It does, at the last minute, it says end of chapter one. But at no time, you know the the clown is going to come back. You know that they're going to face the same problem as an adult. If you don't know it, you watch it, it has a beginning, a middle, and, and an end. end. Yeah. And, 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 and boom, that's so it's, cool. It's a movie in know? itself. Yeah. And it's so hard today for horror movies to not uh, give you a, a last five seconds where you see a, a hand 
uh, reaching out of the grave and you're like oh no he's gonna come back or yeah. a, a final twist where it's we, the, the evil dead trope yeah, yeah the evil dead trope you know yeah. and this movie is just like great the kids are saved yes if you know the, the first movie or the book you know they're not you yeah. know that in 20, 21 years 27 years it, no it's well actually in the book it's 30 years but yeah. they've changed it to 27 years because the miniseries was 27 years ago and exactly voilà. yeah. it's 27 years yeah. so, so I think in two years we'll have a movie where they're all uh, aged 27 year old yeah right? and uh, and I think that's great because I mean uh, Okay, this is unfair comparison, but at the Hunger Games and all, all these movies, you knew that you're not going to get the end. Mm. You go to the cinema and you're like, okay, I've got to wait for it. And it, even I, I thought I'll have a lot of unanswered questions. And no, they could stop right there. Yeah, yeah, you could watch it just and, and enjoy that movie and not have to wait for a second one, although we do know that a second one's coming. Yeah. Um, I have reservations about that because I don't... I think one of the reasons why this film works so well is because of the kids, because you believe them, they're, they're so believable in their roles and that they're, they're actually, all to a certain degree, relatively likable. And yeah, as you said before, they're really well cast, really, really well cast. So, I have a theory about this. Why I love it so much um, is, yes, it's horror, but it's a lot of psychological horror. And... It's a lot about fears, about what scares you. And sometimes as a kid, it could be a painting on a wall, you know? You don't like the style of that painting and at night you, it feels like it's alive. And I, I lived that. I remember being a kid, I was scared of one photography of, of, okay, of my grandmother on the wall. <laughs> it's like, whoa, scared. Um, but it's very psychological. And I'm going to say this. The first movie goes hardcore with the kids. I think I've never seen a movie where kids are treated like that mm. or live horrible experience like this. So my theory is the next It, because it's such a classic thing, such an iconic movie, with the adults, they're going to go mega far. They're going to go extra, extra. And not even blood or, or things, but um, there is themes aboard in the movie like pedophilia, mm. rape, and things like this. And things that when you're adult, they're still like, give you they scare you you know yeah. and I think they're gonna go in that psychological craziness not not just like blood and all that I, I hope they do that because yeah I agree with you that uh, the best part about the It saga I'm just gonna call it saga because there's two uh, TV yeah. shows um, is the kids and the fact that they grew up mm. but if you remember in the first one the um, uh, the character that is a Jewish uh, architect no, Jewish law. He becomes a lawyer, I think, yeah, yeah. when he's an adult. When he gets a call, and the black kid in, who becomes a librarian calls him, it, it came back. He kills himself in the bathroom. Hmm. So that's, that's how scared he is. And that's what I loved about the first movie. It's like, it's very Lovecraftian. Yeah, you know, it was yeah. so scared that he couldn't even say how much he was scared. Mm. It's like, it's too crazy to describe. So the guy just like killed himself in the bathroom. That, that's how it is scary. And as a, for the adult movie, I hope they go like in the very uh, psychological... I think they will. I yeah. mean, it's, it's like... It, you're, it, you're, you're right when you're talking about like Pennywise is kind of the manifestation of fear. Mm. 
And it's like, what, what scares you when you're an adult? What, filing taxes? <laughs> it's, it's like, so it will be... A tax man. Yeah, it, it, like it, slender man. Yeah, exactly. It will be, I think, um, things coming up from their past. And, and I think there will be lots of psychological horror going yeah. on. Um, whereas this film, there is, there is some psychological stuff going on. But I think it's far more kind of uh, visceral. Yeah. Than than psychological. Um, it's, it, Pennywise is 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 the manifestation of fear. It's like this clown is terrifying. Okay. Um, just just look at look at look at this clown. Look how scary he is. And then he does crazy stuff. Actually, you you, you mentioned. I think the character you mentioned is is Mike. Yeah. The character. I think that's my biggest problem with this movie is his, is how he's treated, because he has by far the worst backstory of any of the characters yeah. in this movie, um, and he's not really that. That was the biggest problem for me. He's not. Me it's too. never really developed. He's not my favorite, but I'm, I have to say, as a, an artist, I, I draw, I paint, and all that. His monster is the coolest, which is his fear is, is this painting of a woman uh, playing flute. No, no, that's 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 the other one. That's the Jewish. That's yeah, I'm oh, sorry. That's yeah. Oh, sorry, Mike. You mean in Mike, the first movie? Mike, um, the the black the black kid. Yes, yes. Sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. His uh, uh, backstory, yeah. Because his is his is terrifying. It's it's so harrowing, and they never really go over it. And um, and you he see one scene. You see one scene, but you you concentrate far more on on Bill and Richie. I think his yes. yeah, his name and Richie literally, uh, he I don't know what he's. What what he's afraid of, and it's, uh, Richie is the kid of uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, he's yeah. scared of clowns. Yeah, yeah, that's, that is. It does come up. So I'm scared of clowns. So it's it's, so, his, it's uh, his fault that if Pennywise. If he sees is, him, yeah, yeah. If it's his fault. If Penny, but, but I like that twist, you know. Yeah, but then actually, interestingly enough, um, I was I was listening to another podcast. I'm not going to name it here, and uh, they they were talking about the the, the character, the the Jewish boy. Um, I can't remember his name. Um, uh, this, this is one of the things that I love yeah, about this Stanley, movie. Stanley, that's his name. Yes, okay. Um, and and his, his fit, he's literally just scared of a picture. Yeah. That's all. And he's, he's the one that has the biggest problem with trying to confront it yeah. and, and confront his fear, in quotation marks. Whereas all the others, I mean, one of them, Bill's lost his brother. Yeah. You know, that, oh my God, that scene is just, I, they really went but there to, with to that To go scene. back to the Jewish kid, um, it's more than just the painting. It's a painting in his dad's office who makes yeah. him learn the, the Torah and he can't learn it. And so it's, it's the whole religious thing. He's very scared of going back in that office and the light is really weird and you have like the Star of David over him. It's mm. symbolically, it's, I get it. I, I was scared of some some stuff like this. Yeah, religion is scary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially if you don't, you know, you're yeah. a kid and you just want to play. Yeah. And I, I lived that to a certain extent. It was like, no, it's time to go to the mosque. I was like, uh, can I play? Can I skate? Can yeah. I do something else? But I, I get it. I, I liked. Um, I liked the fact. Okay, the story of the of the black kid. What I liked about it is I had to guess it. That was the only story they didn't explain to us. So the first time you see it, you, it's in a, at the butcher. Yeah, oh, you, that's you, a really good. It's horrible. Yeah, that's, that's you have like, like the uh, hands, the coming hands out and the, the fire, and you're like, what? Why is he seeing something yeah. that hard? While the other kids, they just see him with balloons mm. and do a couple of tricks. You know, this kid literally sees him like burning into a, a fire. In a butcher's Being fridge. Hung, it's hang, in a fridge, actually. Yeah, he's hanging in, yeah. in a butcher's fridge. So his vision is just horrible. Yeah. And I like the fact that I had to guess what happened. And at mm. the end, yeah, the reveal is a bit like, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
I think I think overall, I mean, as I said before, the the, re- the reason I think this film really works is is because it's because of of the the, di- the dynamic between the kids and you re- the the losers club they're called, yeah. and you really believe them, and and also um, I really I really enjoyed um, the, the the girls' performance. The girl um, is amazing. She's she's so good in this film. I mean, all the kids, to be honest, is and it's Sophia Lillis. A, a movie bed, with an entire yeah. cast of kids. It's it, first, it must it's be difficult. so hard. It's, it's so difficult, and they, but you can see that the guy, the kid from Stranger Things, he's owning the yeah. screen. Yes, it's he like is. a bit yeah. too much. I'm sure. I'm sure sometimes they must have told him, "Okay, c- calm down," or well, there, "You're too good." There, there's an Bill Skarsgård actually spoke about working with them on set, and it's really interesting because he's like, "I'm. I was dressed up in all this makeup and." being as hor- horrifying as I possibly can be and these kids were reacting to me crying, screaming at my face and then afterwards, you know, you say scene they come out of character immediately I love what you're doing with that I, I just love what you're doing with, with the clown, it's incredible It's so professional and, and, and it's the like, kids. You, got, you guys are like 12 years old yeah. <laughs> it's like, be children no, you can't be if you're going to be a child actor unfortunately It's true, it's a bit weird but um, weird. Ash, talking of, of Bill Skarsgård uh, what, what did you make of his Pennywise uh, and, and taking into account Tim Curry's performance. Before. That's the thing. I am um, subjectively um, in love with the first movie. It's totally not objective, okay? The clown today is cringy. Uh, and some scenes, right? Uh, especially the library when he laughs. <laughs> That's really weird. Uh, but, but I'm attached to, to Tim Curry's clown. Yeah. So I went there very... Apprehensive. Yeah, yeah, very apprehensive. And man, from the first scene in the sewer, oh. the first scene, I was like, this is the best clown I've ever seen. It's incredible. Yeah. He's crazy. He is not human. And you see it the first 10 seconds. Like he, he's looking at you. His eyes are blue. The camera switch. His eyes, his eyes are brown. And the left one is never synchronized with the yeah, right yeah, one. That's, yeah. it's, there is so many things happening in his face. It's, it's hard to keep up. And yeah. I was turning to my girlfriend, I was like, did you see his eyes change color? Mm. And then I understood that that was bef- uh, when he was ready to eat someone, yeah. his eyes would turn yellow. And you l- it's like, again, in comparison to video game, it's like learning the pattern of a boss. Mm. Like, okay, when his eyes turn, you gotta, you got to run, man. Yeah. you got to run, it's going to eat you. And then, okay, this is first scene, um, <laughs> no major spoiler. He rips the arm of the kid. Uh, this is something. It's in the book. Yeah, it's not in the first movie. It's so. not in the first movie. So yeah. And so yeah, the first five minutes, I was like, "This is better. Yeah. This is wow. Thank you so much." And but it's the first time I see a kid with a, an arm ripped yeah. on screen. Yeah, it's incredible. I, I didn't think they'd go there. I'm, I'm not saying who, but later you have like a proper headshot yeah. on a kid's head. Yeah, I you mean, do, It's yeah. like what the hell. Bullet. Yeah, and the, the, I mean, I, I wouldn't actually necessarily call this a gory movie. No, um, there, but there, there are moments, but but they kind of use it well. Yeah, there is like, one one moment. A girl is cut in half. It's the n- very uh, not scary part. Oh, like, there is yeah, three doors, yeah, yeah. and it says yeah, scary. That's, that's so a scary. good scene. So that's very gory. But the rest is psychological. Yeah, and yeah. And th- there was one. There was one scene with Pennywise that it, it, it is in the book, and it wasn't in the miniseries. And I was so happy that they did it. Was the scene where he comes out of the fridge, and and that that I yeah, uh, I f- that kind of stuck with me. I don't know why, but it's just seeing and also seeing how tall Bill yeah, Skarsgård is. Yeah, so well done. Yeah, it's it's so well done. And um, I actually I wrote um, after having seen it, I was just constantly thinking about his performance, and then. 
I was like looking at his face, and there's been all this news recently about who's uh, there's going to be um, a new Joker spin-off movie. Yeah, and I know it's really obvious casting, but no one has said this. I was yeah. like watching that, and then looking at Jared Leto, and actually even recently Jared Leto in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. It's like. I don't understand why Jared Leto is so is so beloved. I mean, yeah. he's not as the Joker, but he, people seem to like him as an actor. Whereas Bill Skarsgård did something with this character that I've I've not seen um, done since since probably Heath Ledger. I, I, it's I, like I was looking for some making off of the makeup. I've seen like very few. They, they don't share a lot, and I think it's because there is a lot of CGI, especially in the eyes, like. The way his eyes just desynchronize and look left, look right, and he's always like twitching, like you know, an animal who's gonna yeah. jump at you. And also uh, towards the end, you know, when you you see him like in his caravan, mm. there is this scene where the camera is only on his head, and he dances, and I the whole dance. world shakes. You actually see Pennywise, the dancing clown. In yeah, <laughs> and so the whole world shakes, yeah. but the, but the head still. is in the, is is still. And for me, that was one of the scariest. That's it's such a good shot. There is no blood, so, nothing. It's, it's just such a, a cloud dancing, and I was like, I gotta leave this he, cinema right now. He finally lives up to his name. It's Pennywise, oh, the yeah. dancing clown, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's also what what he did with the voice and his facial expressions, as you say, and the way he moves. Yeah. It, it's he's so creepy. He, man. He's so creepy. I mean, I, oh. as as we said before, this this I wouldn't call this a particularly scary film. No. But it's just really well done and it's really well acted and really well thought out. I mean, I would like to see what Carrie Fukunaga would have done with it because yeah. originally he cast Will Poulter as, um, as it, the Pennywise the Clown, and there was some concept art of Will Poulter as the clown. He looked insane, yeah. like properly insane. And I would have liked to have seen that, but Bill Skarsgård is, he's, you know, from a kind of acting pedigree family. They're all actors in that family. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, his uh, older brother is... The guy his, from True Blood. Yeah, and his dad is uh, Stellan Skarsgård, and it's oh. yeah, so, so it's a kind Viking of Viking actors. Yeah, an acting dynasty, <laughs> and it's uh, I think he's going to be very, very big in the yeah. future. And um, actually, I have a, a story about about watching this film. So we were talking about the the opening scene, and I, I was watching it in the um, the Empire the Empire at Leicester Square. Oh, cool! I don't, I you know, it's fine, but you do sometimes get a particular kind of audience that goes to yeah. the, those kind of cinemas. And I was sitting next to these two girls and they got out their phones and started Snapchatting the, the beginning of oh, the movie. Oh, oh, oh. And then we're talking throughout the whole film. And, you know, I asked them, I, I get a bit annoyed with that. So at the end, yeah, I was normal. like, can, can, can you please stop? <laughs> so they eventually they left, but Would which is <laughs> which is nice. But it's actually a testament to the movie that I, that, oh, that didn't spoil. The yeah, they left. Oh, they left. Yeah. I mean, they probably just couldn't take it or just were disinterested by oh, the okay. film. But um, I saw people leaving, and yeah. I think that was because of fear, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. But it's a testament to the movie that that didn't spoil my enjoyment of it. Yeah, that that was going on next to me. Yeah, I was still loving what was on screen. It's incredible. Um, quickly, because we spoke so much about it, uh, but to round up, like, um, I know you don't do ratings, but I give it like eight clowns. Eight clowns. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I would, I would agree. Eight dancing clowns. Eight dancing clowns. Yeah, the okay. small, small screen's official review. Or, or uh, actually, I give it twelve Jewish painting. <laughs> this is this is really scary. Twelve uh, Jewish paintings. So, I mean, you, you go from that, and then um, I suppose we'll, we'll start talking about Gerald's game. Yeah. I bet you think your husband will be back any minute. Try to go for help. There's no one for miles. 
Gerald. I'm sorry, baby. You don't get to know my name. I don't like this. I'm serious. Stop. I don't like that. Stop it! Play. Is this really what it takes these days? God, how do we go so wrong? We were happy once. Where were we? Gerald? What? Gerald! Oh. Gerald! Which um, is a different, a different kind of Stephen King movie. It's, it's psychological again. Well, with Gerald's game, I think yeah. we should talk about, about Stephen King as well. Yeah. A bit more. Because it, like you said, this is one of the most craziest work. And... And, and from all the books that I have read from him, it stands out a lot mm. in the way it's written and, uh, like I said, the chronology and all that. Gerald's Game, I haven't read the book. You know, I went uh, just uh, discovering um, the movie like this. I loved it. I, I was very surprised. Basically, I'm just happy there is good Stephen King adaptation. Okay, I haven't seen The Dark Tower. And even from, from what I read, if you're a fan of the books... You're going to be very disappointed. Yeah. But if you don't know the books, apparently it's, it's another... That, that, that film... Another adventure movie. That, that film is... Um, by, all, by all reports, it was a complete nightmare to, um, to make and to edit. Uh, it was screen tested within an inch of its life. And um, people, Warner Bros. were adding in scenes and cutting out scenes. Apparently, things don't make sense in that film. And uh, it's a shame. But I mean... When, when I was first hearing about... The, I, I've read the Dark Tower books. Um, they're a real investment. I mean, much like it, it's a long series. I think there are seven or eight books. Um, mm -hmm. But it doesn't lend itself to, to cinema. It is, yeah. it is cinematic, but I really felt like when originally Ron Howard was going to do the movie and he had the idea of doing a first film and then a series... And I think that would have really worked. That's, because, a, good, that's because a good concept. The, the Dark Tower, to me, could... If HBO took it on, they could, they could make it into, like, the next Game of Thrones. Yeah, they, if they, they if could. HBO take anything... They yeah, they're, they're going to take on Watchmen, so we'll yeah, see what they'll do with that. My favourite news, because yeah. it's uh, Lindelof yeah. producing... Yeah, you love Lost, don't you? I love Lost. I leftovers. love The Leftovers. <laughs> so... I love Prometheus. I'm, I'm so happy about this news, but that's for oh, another day. Oh dear, oh dear. I don't I'm think you should have so mentioned that, so that you happy. love Prometheus. <laughs> no, I, oh, I, I'm sorry. Actually, but I don't think it's How, many, how many people watched the new Alien and came back saying, well, you know what? Prometheus, Prometheus was better. Was better. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Prometheus gave you mystery. Give yeah. you, it gave you more of the feeling from the first Alien. It's like, yeah. what is this going on? You know? Oh, we're not going to talk about Alien 2. Um, I mean, how, do, how is it called again? Uh, Covenant. Covenant. Alien Covenant. Alien Covenant. Yeah. We already ah. spoke about it on the podcast. Ah. Alessia really liked it. Yeah. Well, she, no, she, she didn't mind it. I think that was kind of the, the most horrific movie she'll see. Kind of it the, the pissed hot. me off so much. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't see, um, what's his name? David anymore. I, no. I can't, that's it. They ruined that, that, that thing. Yeah. But anyway, getting back to Stephen yes. King. <laughs> yes. Sorry. <laughs> we went off a, a, on a tangent there. But... Uh, Yes, yeah, so Gerald's game is is a much more stripped down um, Stephen King affair. It's it's much more psychological. It, a lot of it's based in one location. Um, so so the concept. I love the premise of this film. Yeah. I, I, and I love. Um, I haven't read the book either. I was. I came came to it completely with fresh eyes and hadn't hadn't read anything about it. Hadn't even seen the trailer for it. And um, so it's all based in one location, a bedroom basically, and it's yeah. a, a couple that go to this. Uh, house in the middle of nowhere which is what how these horror films always seem yeah. to be and they're trying to kind of respice their their sex life basically well, they're, they're in their 50s yeah they have a lake house 
I don't think it's their lake house. I think it's no? someone else's. Someone else, yeah. or they have in the summer yeah. anyway. Because, um, yeah, sexual life is not going great. You know, the husband. Very early, we we understand that the husband takes uh, Viagra. Yeah. Um, but that's that's all we know, really, about him. We know um, very little about the couple to begin with. Like we anything, know no, barely uh, anything. But it's that's why I love the movie. In a couple of scenes, you learn so much. Yeah. Just in the car, the he, first scene in the car, she turns off the music, and you already understand that he is more excited to go there than she yeah, is. Yeah. She's kind of following. She's a woman that she doesn't have a say too much in the couple. She's just mm, the type of the character that would say, "Oh, dude, what do you want to eat?" It's like, "Oh, whatever you want to eat." Yeah. It's like it's just. You know? She's quite submissive in that in that exactly. respect. Exactly. Yeah, and and um, and that's so clever. Yeah. You know, you understand it because they they arrive in front of a dog, and they, and they break suddenly. And in her eyes, she want to help the dog, and the husband straight says like, "Oh, we're not helping the dog, okay?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah." No, I'm telling you, we're not helping the dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, she said yes. And then she, she ends up feeding him some meat anyway. In secret. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But so, so the film the film starts off with um, yes Bruce Green Greenwood that's the the plays the uh, husband, and um, he's he's packing a bag and then on the on the top you just you see him put these two handcuffs. In. Yes. And the actual the I looked at the cover of the book and that's the handcuffs as well. Yeah. And I think that's really symbolic because I think it's all about your shackles and. Um, the 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 wife, she has a lot of stuff going the, on. The burden, yeah, it's you know? kind of breaking free from. from How do you call? Um, you know, you have a chain at your feet with a big ball of. Uh, yeah. How yeah. do you call this? It's more like I think that's more symbolic. The shackles are there, but it's really like dragging a heavy, heavy secret with yeah. you of heavy stuff all your life, and therefore, yeah, you break these shackles and. Uh, yeah. But there is a lot of symbols in the movie. There is also like coming of age as a woman. There's like a lot of symbolic around blood and like periods. They mm. mention this uh, yeah. a lot of time. And there is a scene where she hurts herself and she, she how do you say, she bandages it with a, it's not a bandage actually. How do you call it? I forgot. But you have symbols of she was a kid, she became a woman and so yeah, I think I'm jumping period in. pads. Yeah, period, yeah, that's it. So um, they decide to have like a, an experience a bit more spicy sexual, and that's why he brings the shackles. It's like, yeah, yeah we're gonna have this uh, domination, which again translates in their relationship. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. You're gonna be attached, and uh, I'm gonna pretend I'm what like I kidnapped you. Yeah. And um, should I? This yeah, 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 I think. Sorry. You can. Yeah, you can. And um, basically, she doesn't like it. But no. Again, still, this is like the first 15 minutes of the movie. Huh? And she's like, okay, stop it, stop it. Uh, I don't want to do it anymore. This is, this is weird. And which it is. Yeah, which, yeah. <laughs> which it is. I mean, I can understand. Like, again, I can understand like, the sexy shackles with a bit yeah, of Yeah, yeah, but he fluff, goes far too But he brought yeah. like real cops yeah. things like that hurts and very heavy. And she, she mentioned that. She's yeah. like, whoa, yeah, these are real. And he's like, yeah. yeah, if it's not real, it doesn't work. It's like, okay, the guy is creepy. So then he gets upset. He's like, how did we get to this? And, and then, boom. Heart attack. Yeah. And that's where the trailer stops. Yeah. He has a heart attack, the front door is open, and there is a dog outside. That's all you need to know. She's shackled to the bed. And from there... Actually, you never see the front door in the actual film. Yeah, yeah. Do you? Yeah, when she, feed, uh, she feeds the oh, dog... Oh, do they leave it open? Yeah, oh, he's like, okay, okay, come on, baby. And yeah. she turns her head and she's like, uh, the front door is open. 
I, I, I missed that completely. Yeah, no, they explain it very well. So the trailer stops there, the movie starts there, which I love, because, you know, you don't know about. And it just goes downhill. <laughs> it's just horrible and more and more and more horrible. She starts, she starts having kind of a psychotic break almost, doesn't yeah. she? She starts seeing her husband and herself. So, I don't know how to say in English. In French, it's a, a huis clos. It takes place in yeah. one room. Yeah. And it's so clever. And that's Stephen King. It's so clever. Instead of talking to herself, she sees herself. Yeah. Like the strong version of herself. And all her weakness appears as her husband. Yeah. So her husband is dead um, in front of the bed. Yeah. And it's a dialogue. It's that would be an amazing um, theater piece. Yeah, I was thinking that oh as well. God. It would be such a good play. I, it, it would be such, such a good, good play, play. Yeah. like on a, uh, with a couple of lights and good acting. It'd be, it'd be difficult to to find. I mean, you probably could get a body double. Yeah, for <laughs> for the husband. It's doable. It's very doable. doable. I, think, yeah. I, I actually think it would it, it would lend itself very yeah. well to yeah. Let's production. do it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we should do it. We're What's gonna it? do it. And it's just so clever the way... Because even the dialogue, she's not seeing a ghost. She's talking to herself. And so the characters, they're really acting like they were in her, her head. They yeah. don't know more. They're not omniscient, omnipresent. They only know what she knows. And the power of suggestion and how our brain works. So she's attached to the bed and she can only think about a dirty joke her husband said years ago. Hmm. That says, uh, women's are life support. Mm -mm -mm. Mm, I'm not saying the end. And then why she thinks about that joke? Because she knows that she needs to drink life support. And I love these little connections. You know, it's like, why am I thinking about this? Oh, because I got to drink and I got to eat or I'm going to die. And that's that's so clever. So that that I really liked the way the characters, they're not ghosts. They're really things in her head, personified in, in these two characters. The other thing that I liked is the pacing of the movie. It takes two days, and it's very blurry. And we're really in her head. She doesn't have time. She has a phone on the table, but she can't see it, and there is no reception or no yeah. battery. So she's trying to guess. It's been a couple hours, but then she falls asleep. And you're, you're lost, as lost as... Yeah, it's uh, the question is, of the, uh, the unreliable narrator, isn't it? Yeah. So, so you, don't, you don't know what, what to believe. You don't know what's true. Oh, so yeah. there are certain characters that turn up that you, you're like, uh, well, are they there? Or there's are, are a certain character that's yeah. Is this person real? Um, there's... what I, I completely agree with you about this. It's also really short, which I really love. Yeah. It's not I think too we're, long. We're not going to spoil this one. No, 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 no. It, we're not, we're it's not, okay. Yeah, it, it's okay. Uh, I mean, Gerald's Game is, is on Netflix now, so if you want to watch it, just watch it on no, Netflix. You, you it's have really to, easy. You have to watch it. It's a really yeah. good movie. But there's also... What I love about this film is it's it, just like it... It's so Stephen King. Yeah. So there's there's, there's it's so more much more Stephen King than it. I actually. think it is. Yeah. I actually think it is because there's lots of kind of iconography towards Carrie. So there's lots of um, stuff involving an eclipse and everything's yeah. red, and that that to me just screams Carrie. Blood. There's lots of blood. Um, I mean, there's even there's even kind of it a bit with like manifestation of fear and yeah. there's a character that turns out Cujo as well with the dog. There is even a reference. Yeah, there is Cujo. a reference to Cujo. Yeah, yeah. and it's th- this. I honestly think, and also the director that did this um, originally did. He, he's done a lot of horror in the he past. He did a great one, Oculus. Oculus, yeah, Oculus with, was great. Which is a really underrated horror movie. I think yeah. it's it's um, a really interesting 
And again, a bit of a, a mind kind of... Bender. Bender. I was going to say another word. Uh, no, uh, I don't know. Is it bad to say <laughs> yeah, mind No, it is a bit of a mind bender. And, and he seems to be really good in that environment. And he's also, um, he's adapting, uh, he's doing something else for, for Netflix as well, a series. Mm. So I can't remember what it is now off the top of my head. But it's really, really interestingly done. I mean, I think there is a moment in the film where it goes a bit too gory for my taste. Okay, uh, so I wanted to mention that because you said I love horror movies and all that. It's been a long time, a very long time, where I did not press pause yeah. in a movie to just catch my breath. I actually, I, had I actually stand up, shake my arms like this, <laughs> had a glass of water, <laughs> I kid you not, sat down and said, okay, let's go back. I, that, this I actually, is how intense this yeah, movie is. I, and I'm audibly, a big guy. I audibly kind of went, no, no. Oh my and, God. And I had to man. put my hand in front Just of talking the, about it right screen. now. I like... And I, I think I'm not sure whether it needed that. I'm, it I, did. It did. Do you, do you it think did. it did? I did absolutely because this is where I'm talking about breaking the shackles. Yeah. Physically, mentally, uh, with her past, it, it had to just be thinking of it. that <laughs> painful. Um, basically, for me, the symbolic that I saw is like she became the real woman she was supposed to be, and she it's, kind of and it's painful. Yeah. She gave birth yeah. to herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like that. Yeah, yeah. and and it's through pain that after that she's so confident and she helps other people with the same problems and all yeah. that uh, uh, amazing that's my favorite scene yeah and, and even if uh, now talking about it uh, my stomach is a bit like I'm not feeling comfortable yeah. talking about yeah. it because I have the images but oh my god this is so rewa rewarding you know I so loved it because there is uh, there is a school of thought about um, how far do you take gore on screen Because a lot of it, um, for instance, I was thinking about Wolf Creek yeah. earlier, and that, that film, if you think about it, you go, oh, there's so much gore in that movie. But actually, there's very little shown on screen. Yeah. And it's all to do with your, your imagination. It's like, let the audience imagine what's happening through sound and uh, implication. Whereas here, it's just very full on. <laughs> and well, but to be and honest, it is one scene, so it's exactly. one scene. It's, one on, it's yeah. only one scene. There is another scene that made me very uncomfortable. It's when she has cramps. Yeah, she uh, wakes yeah. up. She fell asleep. She wakes up, and oh, by the way, she deserves she deserves I don't know a golden uh, an Oscar or something because she's alone in that movie, in one room, for one actor. Imagine the number of time they had to do reshoots with. She is, I forgot her name, but she is amazing. She's um, in another M Night Shyamalan TV show. Um, yes, Wayward Pines. Wayward Pines, but um, I, I mean the movie wouldn't work if she wasn't. She didn't own the role like this. It was amazing. So anyway, she wakes up. Carla Gugino. Voilà. And she shouts in pain. And you have her double, her mental manifestation saying, yeah, it's cramps. And you see her, like you see her muscles and her hands. And I was very uncomfortable. It, it really put, and there's no blood. Just a woman shouting, you know, and a dog. That dog. Can we talk about the dog? Yeah. <laughs> Please, if you Fuck have a dog, dog. <laughs> you know, take care of your dog. Don't don't let them in the forest. Oh God. Uh, can a dog? Can a dog eat someone? Yeah, yeah. yeah? We would do. I think. I mean, also that that dog is kind of, I think, feral. Yeah. Even, even though there is an implication that it's it's got an owner because it's got a collar. Yeah. So I mean, I don't. I don't. You don't know. I mean, maybe do a movie about the dog going to the backstory of the dog, or just a an adaptation of Cujo. Um, yeah. But there is, 
that that the fact there's there's a lot to do with that dog and and another character as well that I I'm you know you're never very sure about where it comes from and, and what it's they're kind of doing there but it's like again I think it is kind of just another thing to be afraid of mm. for this woman because she's not only afraid that it's going to eat her husband she's also afraid. there's a point where the dog tries to eat her as well and it's yeah basically this movie for me it was even more a Stephen King movie than um, than it because it's it's the essence of what makes a Stephen King story yeah. which is extraordinary extraordinary sorry events happening to ordinary people yeah and every Stephen King movie or, or books is the most normal people uh, they, they live in a farm or whatever often they, in Maine yeah in Maine where he lives <laughs> Don't um, never go to Maine <laughs> uh, yeah they go to the butcher they get their meat it's normal yeah. normal people and then one thing so crazy happened to them you start doubting about the rest yeah. and that's what he says he says if, you, if I make I read an interview he says if I make you believe about the characters that John is your typical guy your neighbor then if John meets a vampire if you believe in John then you will believe in the vampire yeah and it's so it's so true because these characters you know they're like yeah they exist, you know. Yeah, Hell, they could be my parents, or I yeah. don't know. And you talk, you can, you can talk about that with it as well. The, the, the kids are so believable; you believe them as, exactly. as the kids. And, and um, the rest, it's easy to go crazy. It's very easy, and that's why I love H.P. Lovecraft as well. Even yeah. if it became a joke of himself as well. Now we, we laugh about it, about like descending into madness. It was so crazy I couldn't even describe it. Yeah. It's like okay, it's a bit lazy, <laughs> but in a way. The first, uh, the, the first thing the ghost says when he appears, I mean the ghost, his husband, she's, she's like, oh, but you're not real. He's like, yeah, but seeing your, your husband getting eaten by a dog would do that to you. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, it would. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, be, sometimes be, I see things... Being tied to a bed yeah. and seeing that, yeah, definitely do that. You, you, you're going to go yeah. crazy. And she goes like, yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> so then she embraced the madness. In, where she's descending into but the madness is never illogical it's always yeah. brought by a sub, subconscious and slowly the subconscious arrives and that I loved and uh, well we're not going to talk about it but something happened when she was a child I'm only saying it because it's in the trailer yeah. you see in the trailer that yes she's a shackle to a bed but she had problems way before that yeah, yeah, she did. and for me that storyline is even scarier and God, Stephen King loves that. <laughs> what, what is wrong with Stephen? Sometimes I'm like, man. Well, there is, is, there's an interesting. Um, I, I've met a, a few a few directors, horror directors. So there, there was um, fright uh, fright fest recently in London, which is um, a festival where you just it's just all horror movies, and you meet these directors that make these absolutely disgusting, repulsive movies. They're the nicest people. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then it's like, and then probably the pe people that make rom coms are the the worst people on earth. Yeah. So it's it is something that you you think, oh my god, Stephen King must be so twisted. No, but he's, he's, uh, I don't think Stephen he is. King is your typical granddad. Yeah, he's like, but. Uh, and like a granddad, he will tell you stories, mm. <laughs> but not the stories you expect, you know. And now he's writing with his kid, 
with uh, Joe Hill. Uh, no, he? not Owen. I think. Oh, because they're both his uh, sons are writers. Yeah, yeah. And he made one book with one of them. And now he's a very uh, a nice guy. He was an alcoholic for a moment. Yeah. This is where he wrote The Shining. And he says he doesn't remember writing The Shining. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And The Shining <laughs> is about an alcoholic dad uh, more yeah. than uh, demons and all yeah. that. But no, very nice guy, uh, very uh, quiet, goes to watch baseball games on Sundays or things like this. He kind of keeps himself to himself, really. Yeah, he didn't want to be famous. So. Yeah. But so, so how many, how would you rate Gerald's game then, if you were to give it a rating? Uh, I'd give it nine period patch. <laughs> Of, of five shackles. F- five shackles. Which is ten, because there is two. Ah, that's yeah. clever. I didn't so think about that. I was going to say nine Cujos. Nine Cujos. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's cool. That's uh, cool. I really, I, I really recommend you check this film out, because it's so easy to find it. If you've got a Netflix subscription, just, just watch it. And it's, it doesn't take up much of your time. I watched it this morning. <laughs> it's like... It's when not, you told me you... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not very long at all. When you um, told me you saw that, that in the I, morning, I was after like... After watching it, after watching it, I was... I, mean, I live in a, in a relatively small... Well, not a small flat. It's a decent Yeah, you live flat. in a flat in London. I live, I live in a flat in London. <laughs> yeah, I was still, like, looking around, kind of going, is there someone here? <laughs> it just kind of freaked okay. me out a bit. For the listeners, it, it, don't, don't watch it in the morning. They absolutely <laughs> do not. It's going to ruin your day. Um, it's very... Uh, and this is coming from a guy who loves horror movies. It's super intense. Yeah, it the is, last uh, yeah, alpha. It is. But... Okay, because you're going to be... I don't want the people to be scared and not watch it. The last 20 minutes is a lot of reconforting. Yeah. It's very... It's, it's like a nice ride, this yeah. movie. <laughs> I mean, it goes yeah. crazy. It's like, you know, you go to, to the... Um, the park amusement park or yeah whatever. it's like got peaks and troughs kind of yeah. goes up and down like a yeah like so you have a, a peak that is horrible if you don't like gory scenes there is only one scene so it's very balanced yeah you know but you also you also think it ha- actually made me think god what the hell would I do if, if that situation like because you think about it oh, that, I, I'm I'm pretty sure I mean it's probably it's probably happened you know first I'll it say it probably has happened first I'll say don't shackle me to the bed <laughs> yeah. or don't use real police shackles yeah okay. exactly or we have a safe word like yeah. banana I don't know <laughs> I, I, something I can shout because she tries to say no a couple of yeah, times yeah she does yeah. because I, I'm I, I'm so uncomfortable with that I don't mind seeing a kid arm being ripped but a well, woman I do mind that as well that yeah is... but I know it's a movie yeah but a woman saying no during a, a sexual act that makes me yeah. even more uncomfortable yeah. and that's okay it is more gory a bit more jump scary blah 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 but the fundamental horror of humankind is more in yeah it's more terrifying Gerald's game yeah this is more like okay like we are fucked up people mm. and we are able of doing horrible things it is a clown it's a it's crazy, yeah, it's, you know? it's, it's make it's all yeah. It's basically G- make Gerald believe. game, yeah. you know. I watch it with my girlfriend. I watch it twice. I watch it with first with a friend, a guy who has a show here, Capeo from uh, Zoom Zoom, and <laughs> nice uh, <plug>. yeah, <laughs> and we were watching it, and I had the weird sensation that I wasn't supposed to watch this movie with <laughs> the guy <laughs> with a <the> guy. <laughs> But uh, watching it again with my girlfriend, I had the sensation that I wasn't supposed to watch <laughs> this movie with my girlfriend. Like you, maybe let's not do that. Yeah, yeah, just like <laughs> watch this movie alone if you can. <laughs> but, Ten in the morning. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because um, 
actually it was uh, Alessia that first told me about this film because I didn't I didn't know about it and she's like oh it looks really interesting you know I think I might yeah. like to watch it after having watched it I wonder whether she would like it I, I, I don't I don't know if she would because she says the thing that scares her most is um, is things that could happen that, that there is there is a kind yeah. of listen if she was scared of Alien uh, Covenant she wasn't scared of Alien Covenant no, no, no. I think this is going to traumatize her yeah I think so too you know? <laughs> I think it would traumatize any woman yeah it traumatized me yeah now it's the only it's been a long movie like it's been a long time where a movie didn't stay in my like, I have images in my head you know and this is a good horror movie it's in yeah. my head that actually there's an interesting comparison to make with um, I don't know if you've seen it the, the Babadook yes and um, but because that there are some very similar themes going on in that movie um, and that's another film that really really stayed with me and affected me and that, that I mean there are elements of like more kind of traditional horror there is there is like a boogeyman in yeah. this film. and Duke was nice but I, I really loved it I, I thought it was and, and I was when I was watching it I was thinking especially when a certain character emerges I was like yeah. oh maybe yeah. <laughs> and um I, I would I would actually recommend that as double bill. I think you would be wrecked emotionally yeah, yeah, afterwards. Yeah. But I think um, they're, they're both very interesting films, and I really do. I personally recommend The Babadook. I, I, I love no, it. No, I recommend it because it's refreshing in horror movies. Yeah. I would I would go watch Babadook ten times more than Insidious. Yeah. Twelve. Yeah. Or uh, whatever. I, I lost count with those movies. Um, Babadook, great. We have. A, okay, I think we're gonna conclude on Stephen King because now we're talking horror. Yeah. We're living a good a good time, man. Yeah. We have It Follows, The Witch that I watched recently, Babadook. Um, this is great horror movie. It's like a good revival kind of, of coming kind back, of yeah. clever horror. It's not just like security footage of a, of a ghost appearing, uh, just added on After Effects and things like this, and paranormal activities, or to a certain in, in, um, extent, even um, Sinister was, was yeah, amazing. Yeah, I actually it? thought that was good. It was really good. I, I, I thought amazing it was music. The ending, I thought, was a bit of a, a cop-out. Yeah, but that's the Blumhouse effect. You mentioned two movies there. It and It Follows. Yeah. I, I, want, I want there to be a double bill of It Follows It. It Follows It, yeah. But <laughs> it Follows It. It's a bit the same thing, uh, It Follows, because a lot of people didn't notice that the thing that follows you is a person related to their story. Yeah. So it changed faces. At some point, she sees her grandmother or things like this in, yeah. the, in the kitchen or the person that died before. So the It from It Follows... Yeah, hell, it's her dad at the end of the swimming yeah, pool. Is, so yeah, yeah, it's the same thing, yeah. but not with monsters. Um, it follows. It's great. Yeah, man. there is. Talking we, about we are, it now. It's we are, so we are living in a really interesting and I think good time for horror, which yeah. is. Um, well, I think I've I've got an idea about doing something based around that for the podcast. Get out, get out. Get, oh, get out was fantastic. Yeah, uh, I watched it recently after your recommendation. Yeah, I thought it was amazing, brilliant. Right? It's so. So we're good. living a good time with yeah. horror. Yeah, so I actually think 2017 has been a really good year for horror. Yeah. Um, and long, long may it continue. And um, because because it's October, you know the kind it's of Halloween. horror month. I think it's a a very a very good time of the year to just kind of. I would like to discuss these. Movies yeah, we should do another one. You know what? So we should. We, uh, we will do another. Let's one. do we'll October. Um, Octo October ha Halloween. A Halloween special. Yeah. Yeah. We got Stephen King. We'll do the Halloween special probably next time. Yeah. And um, so I think that about wraps up for our Stephen King conversation. Well, we barely scratched the surface, but yes. We barely scratched the today. surface. We didn't talk about the Dark Tower, and I, I, I that's deliberate. 
um, I, I love the also the Dark Tower isn't really horror, so it's kind of it's kind of more fantastical. Um, yeah. No, I don't think it's worth talking we're not about. Talk about the Dark Tower. Um, Let's keep but, this. Yeah, but. 2017 has not only been a good year for horror, it's also been a good year for Stephen King adaptations. Yeah. And hopefully 1922 will be will be good. Can I say, I, I have a, a very, very good feeling about this movie. Yeah, I, and I the trailer too. looks so good. Thomas Jane back again. Oh my again. God. And just the, the Punisher. The, the premise of the story is like, yeah, the Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> no, they look so good. Yeah. So, so good. And again, yeah. I'm reading Dome at the moment. Under the Dome? Yeah, Under the Dome. I haven't, I haven't read that one. Sorry, I'm reading it in French and it's just called yeah. Dome. And as a read, it's fantastic. There's also a TV series, isn't there? Yeah. Which is horrible. <laughs> you know? I, I tried like two episodes, but the book is amazing. Yeah. And, and that's a question for another day, but we need to understand what, what makes a good Stephen King adaptation. Why so many of them are shit? And yeah. why... Yeah. yeah. There what, is a, what, a formula. Why is, why is uh, Stanley Kubrick's The Shining better than Stephen King's own version yeah. of The Shining? That, that, that's a re- I think that's a really interesting conversation yeah. to have um, because that I, I would argue that The Shining is the best adaptation of Stephen King, but it's the least Stephen King kind of ish movie. Is I remember Dreamcatcher. I haven't seen Dreamcatcher. You know, it's it's not no. that bad. I haven't. Seen, I've seen lots of bad Stephen King adaptations. Dreamcatcher is cool. Pet Cemetery, awful. Yeah, Morgan Freeman, a good cast. Yeah. Crazy story involving aliens. You yeah, know, well, it doesn't speak too much about aliens. I, don't, I think we. Well, I would like to know who's um, people's favorite movie adaptation or TV adaptation of yeah. a Stephen King novel or property, because I mean, for me, I think it would be The Shining because that film means a lot to me. But actually, if you think about it, it's probably the least Stephen King kind of... Yeah. A lot was changed. It was more a Stanley Kubrick film than a, than a Stephen King adaptation. And, uh, of course, uh, Stephen, uh, he's, he, uh, Stephen King has documented that he, ha- that he doesn't like that movie. Well, the, the movie starts with a, a major fuck you to yeah. Stephen King. <laughs> it does. Because he's supposed to drive a yellow, an orange car or yellow car, yeah. the character. Yeah. And when the movie begins, you can see... The, um, the family in their car passing a, a car crash which is supposed to be the car yeah. of the character in Stephen King's movie I completely forgot about that and yeah. that's Kubrick saying fuck you um, I'm doing my own story yeah. so yeah so a good movie not a good adaptation good movie but I think it's I, I think it's the best Ah, okay. Yeah. I think there's two different things. Is it a good movie or is it a good adaptation? Exactly. That, exactly. That was what I was... But I'm going to say something. For a Netflix movie, Gerald's Game is in my top five of, of what Netflix did. It's just... Yeah. Uh, it's just that good. You know? The end... Uh, a, bit, a bit cheesy, but I think you needed that cheese to pass the... Okay, if we talk... You know, I'm French. I'm going to do a cheese comparison. Yeah. You start with a nice brie, you know, <laughs> soft in the mouth, and suddenly you have Roquefort, yeah. blue cheese in your mouth, and it's horrible. And the end is goat cheese, yeah. just to wash yeah. it a bit. <laughs> so it's a, um, a palate cleanser. Yeah, palate yeah. cleansing with a bit of raisin, yeah, and yeah. You know, yeah. grape, apples, anything sweet, <laughs> the sweetest you need because it's so hardcore. Yeah. But, um, I advise everybody to watch this movie. Uh, I, I would too. And I think that about does it for this week. Yeah. Um, thank you very much for listening. You can follow Small Screen on Twitter and face- Facebook at Small Screen GB. 
And um, also, if you want, visit the site. It's small-screen.co.uk. Uh, we, we have lots of stuff on there. We, we've got more and more video game stuff, interestingly enough. We were at EGX recently. Which is, it. which is really good fun. And we've uh, got lots of coverage year. on EGX. We've also got uh, stuff on Kingsman. Didn't like that movie. Oh. Um, no. Okay. That's, that's for another day. Uh, Blade Runner uh, reviews going out today. And yeah, so basically just uh, visit the site, have fun, and also send us uh, your favorite Stephen King adaptations at hellosmallscreen at gmail.com. Cool, but thank you very much. Can't wait for the next... Uh, I can't wait either. Thank you very much for, for being on the show, Samad. It's been an absolute pleasure. Cool.